invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. You legendary. You legendary. Yo, episode 283, We Made It Podcast. Holly, I need you to do the Portuguese number. I know. Honestly, I was going to look it up in French, but uh, I should have. Well, we only got English 283 today. Caesar is not here traversing the world, going out there colonizing Hawaii once again. Caesar's out there, I guess for a wedding or something like that. He'd be in and in, in, in and out of Hawaii, really. You know, they're yeah, asking, does he live there? He went to time? he went to college there for a couple of years and now he thinks he's one of the natives. <laughs> They'd be asking people not to come there, but he just don't even care. Uh, <laughs> But it's all good. But we got Holly in the building straight from Toronto, Canada. How you doing? Good as always. Um, yeah, it's global warming is hitting hard up here. Interesting. It, it's, uh, it's a whole whopping seven degrees today, which is for December. Pretty good. Okay. Well, pretty good. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, let's see. The weekly weather conversion. 44 degrees. Okay. Not too bad. And it's not snowing? No. Mm. It hasn't hasn't snowed much yet. Okay. All right. 44 degrees. It's hitting like 49, 50 here at night. That's the low. But we're still getting in the upper 60s, 70s in the day right now. We're getting sunny days out here. Wait, did it freeze? What happened? Oh, it freeze. It froze. <laughs> it actually froze. Uh, I was like, "You're really still." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, we got to show some love for Canada. Sadly, they're out of the World Cup. We're going to be talking about the World Cup today. Going to do some quick recaps of these uh, round of sixteen matches that were pretty good. Um, talk a little bit about Holly's favorite player. Cristiano Ronaldo, Dos Santos Jr., whatever. Um, <laughs> we're going to preview some of these quarterfinals that are coming up. And maybe we'll talk about some rumors and some players retiring and all that stuff. Um, but and, and I actually got something to say about this whole the whole Ronaldo stuff. I think Holly's got a Biggie Small shirt on over there. I do. Represent- I do. You got any lines? You got any Biggie lines? Um, put me on the spot. Yeah, because anytime Caesar were some uh, musician, I'm like, Caesar, you got some bars or what? I love it when you call me Big Papa. Okay, all right. <laughs> right. Um, okay, Holly, I don't know which of these games you watched, but did you see Netherlands versus USA? I did. That was one of the games that I watched on the weekend. Yeah. It's been a while now, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, Um. I mean, I kind of figured this would be the outcome um i just i didn't see none of the Concacaf teams were overly convincing except for costa rica they had a very good run um oh not not even canada canada played some good football at least though they did no they played well and it's just like i think they're just not there yet it's it was a lot i I mean, I don't know if we want to get into Canada, but there wasn't, I wouldn't say there was any pressure on them to really do well, but I think 
a lot of people, their expect expectations might have been too high. They doubted a lot of they doubted the wrong teams, and and me. I don't know if this is me uh, freezing up this time, but I'll keep talking just in case it's not me freezing up. Turns out Morocco is. Um, did I cut out again? Froze for a second. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I was going off. <laughs> uh, um, well, you were still like you were still talking about Canada's expectations. Are people expecting something out of Canada? Yes. Well, I, I was saying like we, everyone, me included, probably doubted the wrong teams. Um, like I was, I doubted Morocco when I probably shouldn't have because they have proven themselves um, this tournament and. I thought a team like Belgium would be probably the hardest match and uh, um, skill for skill. And I think that was probably like their closest game in the group. Yeah. Um, at least for the entirety of it, the the beginning of the Croatia match was pretty close. Um, and then it just kind of got way too far out of their reach. But I feel like, I mean, when we're talking about USA, like, I mean, I live here. So, and, and like, I, follow people on Twitter who are for some reason USA men's national team fans. And so I think I get a lot of the hype. So like it ends up making me expect them to be good. I don't watch them. Um but even though USA went further than Canada technically, I think that Canada played like I think at the end of this World Cup actually let me say this first. Netherlands USA, I think that USA like they didn't really show me anything to make me feel like, oh, this is a team that belongs in the round of 16 necessarily. Um, Netherlands looked pretty comfortable most of the time. USA had some chances. You're going to get some chances, mm -hmm. but and Netherlands is not like blowing teams out of the water in this tournament necessarily either. Um, but a USA men's national team who has like all their players, all, all like all the guys that get hype from their fans. I, I think at the end of this tournament, I feel like Canada, even, and obviously Canada topped the group, uh, uh, topped CONCACAF coming into the World Cup, but I feel like Canada is more of a threat coming out of CONCACAF than USA, like, solidified. I think Canada is like one midfielder away. Like, mm -hmm. And maybe and maybe a forward too. Like, I wasn't too impressed with Laren and and David this tournament. I don't know if it was nerves. Like, I don't know, but I think they're a midfielder away from being like a team that can really do some damage. Um, but the the Canada that I saw against Belgium would do better than USA did against Netherlands, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I I do agree with that. And like you said, they did top um like they did were they were at the top of the table going uh qualifying for mm -hmm. um the World Cup in the octagonal or all that stuff. <laughs> but I, I do agree they're not there yet. There there's no there's no depth and yeah, like Hutchinson isn't gonna be at the next World Cup. No, and I think that he shouldn't really have been at this one. I mean, not, not that he shouldn't be there, but I think that, 
you don't get that movement from someone like him, you know, he's older now, you know? Yeah. And there was lots of talk. um, I think it was after the Croatia game that uh, like he was going to get subbed off at half, I believe. And he, he said, no, like I want to keep, keep going. And I don't know if that was like a selfish read. Like he wanted to be there. He wanted to, you know, play it out or, if he thought that was the best move, but also the fact that, you know, I always find it weird when coaches listen to players like that. It's different to be like, no, I want to stay. Of course you want to stay on, but I don't know when it could actually maybe change the game. Maybe not for Canada, because like I said, I don't know who, like there's not enough, like you said, not enough midfielders to really, uh, get them much further but but you're saying that Ronaldo isn't the only old player that wants to play it seems like that you know yeah uh, even even like for Ronaldo's like status and standards I I think it's a little absurd when like coaches listen to players like that no I agree I think the coach is there to to say like I mean if that's true like I guess we don't know if that's necessarily true but I mean I think anybody watching the match, you can see that there is uh, something missing in the midfield with Atiba Hutchison there just because he can't cover the ground. And he's a defensive midfielder. You need somebody to cover that ground, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you even see with Sergio Busquets with Barcelona. I didn't really watch Spain, but, you know, I'm sure it's, this, I'm sure it's still the case. You need somebody that's going to cover a lot of ground. And, you know, your legs don't move the same when you're older. So... Yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about Canada. It's about the USA. I mean, USA men's national team is trash, and I'm mad that they made it even that far, but I'm very happy that they were smacked in the round of 16 by a team that I'm sure that the USA fans thought they could beat. They for sure thought they could beat Netherlands. For sure. Netherlands wasn't looking so hot coming in. But No, and I had them – I don't. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure I did have the Netherlands uh, in the final. Going if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> was it the final? I, I don't so. know about that anymore. I so. But <laughs> I did have them. I was very convinced prior to the tournament, but yeah, during the group stage and. Uh, well, I think Depay is coming off an injury. He is, yeah, and, and he got his goal. He did get a goal. He did get a goal. <clears throat> I feel like. They look good. You know, it's the World Cup. And honestly, the football is not great in the World Cup. So you never know. Like, I mean, we're going to get into some of these other games. Like, you know, a team can score a lot of goals, but it doesn't mean like like they, they're not playing like that every single match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not going to count them out yet just because they haven't been flying so high. Because that's not how the matches are every match in the World Cup. But let's move on. Um, Argentina did beat Australia 2-1. I was going for Australia hard. You know what I mean? The Commonwealth, Wentworth. I don't have no love for Argentina. Um, But Argentina won. I forgot. Who scored for Australia? Um, What's his name? Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't even know. But I can't really remember. Didn't they count it as an own goal? Maybe I kind of can't remember. I should actually pull up the match, but I was I was hoping maybe Australia could get into extra time, but it did not happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
there are so many matches that I just watch and I'm like, I just don't understand defense and soccer. It just blows my mind. Even when I play, I'm just like, I really hate how soccer players play defense. It just drives me insane. You don't ever want to watch a match with me. I just can't take it as a Why? De- what, what is they just watch the ball. Like every single player, like when the when the other team has the ball. Every single person is just watching the ball and like these offensive players behind you doing whatever. And all you got to do is look over your shoulder and just get in the passing lane. That's all you got to do. And it's actually, I mean, I'm not going to go off on this because see, now I'm on a tangent. But <laughs> when me and Caesar used to play FIFA a lot, like I would, like when we first started playing, I am not a good FIFA player. Like I can't do the moves with the ball and none of that. But defensively, like, I understand concepts. So I get in passing lanes all day. And I think he never even thought about that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, it's not even a concept. I'm just like, all you have to do is look over your shoulder. Just move over. In soccer, if the dude with the ball over there sees that you're just near a player, they will not pass on the ball. It's easy. But they yeah. don't do it. They all just watch the ball. And then they just don't even think about what's going on behind them. And no, like, it is true. Yeah. <laughs> it blows my mind. Um, anyway. Yeah. So that's why I, I was so mad when Messi scored that goal. I'm just like, what? Like, just don't let him do that. Like, just don't let him. He's, you know, like, I know he's good, but like, you got to think about him if he's good, but they're just so dumb. France, Poland. uh <laughs> <laughs> That one was not close at all. The battle of the World War II victims, France came out on top. Um, Giroud scored his goal, became the highest goal scorer for France, which I hate. Um, and um, Mbappe scored two goals after that. Was never close. I guess Lewandowski, did he score before that? He scored his penalty at the end. Okay, was that his first goal? Did he score in the match before that, I think, actually? I think he scored in the match before. I think he scored before, yeah. Yeah, so that was his first World Cup goal, and I guess he got his second. He could feel good about himself. <laughs> As they packed their bags. Indeed. Um, England versus Senegal, I didn't watch that. Um, I didn't either, but uh, your boy, uh, Jog. Jog Bellingham. He's not looking. Yeah, he's looking pretty good. You know, I didn't Player watch the tournament. I, I didn't. I didn't watch the game, but I'll say this: I don't trust anybody's uh, analysis of a player except for my own. And and like Caesar, if he's if I can tell, he's serious. And maybe yours. You, I haven't seen you analyze a player yet, though. So we'll see. Like, I haven't seen you, like, break down a guy yet. Um, If Jog Bellingham is scoring goals, like, that's great for his team. But I'm not going to, like, rate him as a good midfielder based on him scoring goals. And I'm definitely not going to rate it on the World Cup. <laughs> like, no. No, dude. that's fair. Yeah, and I'm not going to rate it against Senegal, who, like, the 2018 World Cup, 
literally had no midfield. Like they're literally passing it. Whoever center back is just passing it to Mane and Mane is just being Neymar. And I'm like, this is the, I remember that. I think they played Japan. I'm like, this is brutal, (laughs) (laughs) but that's good for England. And, and to be honest with you, I think England has a chance when I look at their team, even though Raheem Sterling went back home, I guess there was like a break in at his house. And I, I, I feel like Raheem Sterling is just over sports. Uh, but um, they do have a good team. They got Phil Foden, Harry Kane. Um, Declan Rice is a really good player, a good midfielder and very good for the World Cup. Jog Bellingham. Harry we'll talk about your your favorite uh we'll, we'll, but we'll talk about the quarterfinals in a little bit let's mm-hmm. continue this round of 16 uh Japan versus Croatia ended up 1-1 going to penalties and Croatia won on penalties see this is the thing about Croatia is that this is the exact this is the beginning of what happened the last world cup yeah um, once it hits round of 16 i don't know if, if like there's some sort of switch in the team i mean it's only been We'll see what happens uh, in the next match against Brazil, but um, they just always take it to penalties or extra time, and they are an older team. They're tying themselves out. They're going to do the. They're going through the exact same thing uh, they did four years ago. So, well, I th- interesting. I thought that uh, Luka Modric would be like exhausted after that 2018 World Cup final, like. I think they had won Champions League that year too. Uh, Real Madrid did. Like they won Champions League, so you end up late into uh, the season. Then you go into the World Cup. So I'm thinking like the next season, like he's washed. They were talking about him going to enter and he was mm-hmm. balling out that next season. So I don't really think they're getting tired like that. Um, really, if you watch the matches, they don't really run that much. So I, I think they're fine. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's more mental exhaustion, probably, um, but we'll see. Um, Brazil sadly beat the dog shit out of South Korea. That was pretty bad. Um, yeah, you know yeah. there was there was a point there. I was like, come on, man, damn! Like they're, they're just going like you're scoring like real goals on them, dude. Like come <laughs> on now. <laughs> um, and they were dancing on them too, but it was all good. Who who's the English guy that was mad about it? Is that one of the real uh, Roy Keane? Yeah, it was Keane. One of one of your guys. He's always mad. Yeah, one <laughs> of my. He's always mad at the dancing, all that stuff. It's, yeah, I love it. Yeah, especially at the World Cup. Exactly, dude. Like, come on, yeah, we got we're we're having like the homophobic World Cup of the year. Like, let's have some fun while we're there, at least. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on now. Um, Morocco versus Spain. Uh, zero zero went to penalties in Morocco. Won the penalty shootout. Um, Spain didn't make any penalties. Spain was looking real goofy. Apparently, just passed. I didn't watch the match, but just passing the ball around for forever. Yeah, I I actually have a, some stats about penalties at this World Cup. Let's do it. I'm excited because. I mean, so there's been a decent amount of penalties, and now two of the court, uh, the round of 16 matches um, went to penalties. But just in general, like it's been one of the worst um, 
like tournaments for penalties. Like mm. they they haven't been um like the the success rate's only about like 57%. Damn. Um which is pretty low considering who's at the tournament. Like Messi's missed what twice? Has he? Yeah, I'm pretty Damn. sure he missed twice. Um what a bum. Well, and the the fact that Spain isn't didn't score a single one and like that's huge. That's un that's pretty unheard of. Um, that's an embarrassment. I, I think obviously like penalties are always well. They're usually I would say they're in the players the shooters' favor as opposed to the goalie. One hundred percent. And even especially with like the the foot on the line rule. Um, for goalies having to stay on the line until the ball's touched. But I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the fact that it's just like mental exhaustion for all these players that they're just, they're not converting penalties. They're, they're probably just getting in their head. I mean, Morocco versus Spain is a derby. Uh, but <laughs> I think that they're probably just in their head. Um I mean, and also I think Yaki Williams did some, you know, he 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 went and saw Ugba's witch doctor and said, "Look, this is the this is the real issue." And Yaki Williams in 2021, in 2021 summer, was saying, "I want to play for Spain." This dude is literally the best Spanish forward. He he had got one cap. It played all in the youth ranks. He is the best Spanish forward. You're not going to tell me about no Alvaro Morata or uh, whoever else they got, uh, uh, Moreno or whoever. Like all these guys are bums compared to Yaki Williams. Played two hundred something games in a row. Like is amazing. Luis Enrique never want to call him up to the point where he was like, I guess I'll just switch to Ghana then. Even though a year before I was saying that I'm Spanish and I want to play for Spain. Mm-hmm. And now this is what happens. Spain shouldn't be a team that's going out in the round of 16. They should be scoring goals in a match against Morocco, but they don't have their best forward there. They made them switch and now you're going out. And then your penalty kicks, you gotta you don't have no leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know who took those penalties, but it doesn't matter, you know. You came out with them ugly baby blue jerseys looking crazy. Like, come on, dude. So, yeah, dude, Spain, you're out of here. I, I don't. I wish bad for Spain because what they did to Inyaki Williams is really messed up. And I've talked about this a million times with Caesar because somebody might be like, well, they called up Nico Williams. And, yeah, they did. And Nico Williams is really good. But I think that Inyaki Williams would have been the star on Spain. He's a center forward. I think he would have been the star, and I don't think they wanted that. Nico Williams yeah. is a winger, dude. Like, you know, this come and go, a winger. No offense. But, <laughs> but you know, somebody like dribbling down the line, do a step over and across, like whatever. Yeah. But, but the person that's wearing the number nine up the middle, like <clears throat> maybe even at some point taking the penalties, like that's a big deal. And y'all are racist, and now you went, you lost the derby. This definitely could have been a tournament where like he, he he was needed and he could have been a star at this tournament for sure. Morata, like 
Alvaro Morata is somebody he's a, he is a skilled player. I've liked him in the past, but unfortunately, when he left Real Madrid, everywhere he went, they put him in the middle and he's not a center forward. But like like he was a Ronaldo clone when he was at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who he is. He, he's a he's really a left winger, but he played up the middle so much they just turned him into a center forward and he's not. Kind of like how Chelsea did with Timo Werner, like like a winger playing the center forward, that's hard. Like, it's a big difference. It's a huge difference. I remember even Ronaldo, like, uh, I want to say the year he went to Juve, like before that, or maybe it was like his last year, Real Madrid, um, they were talking about him, like, playing up the middle more. And he was like, I'm not, he's like, I'm not a center forward. Like, yeah, somebody, somebody who doesn't really know the sport might be like, well, whatever. You just, it's, you know, you're up there. Yeah. But it's totally different. Uh, Morata is, has like become a center forward, but he's it's not in his heart. And also he's a weirdo. And I think he has like, no, like he's not a tough guy at all. Like, I don't think he has like that mental toughness. And I say he's a weirdo because I remember when he got transferred to Chelsea from Real Madrid, they were at practice somewhere here in America. And they were showing the video of him, like leaving the practice. Cause he got signed to Chelsea and like, Maybe two people said bye to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like everybody else was still stretching. I think it was like Gareth Bale and like Nacho or something. I was like, damn, I not care that he's leaving. <laughs> yo. That's funny. Uh, oh, he's an asshole, probably. That's why. So yeah, I never really liked him like that. But I do think he is. I don't think he's a bad player, but it's just over for him. Um, but anyway, let's get to the big match for, for whatever reason, like for, for such bad reasons, this became such a big match and it shouldn't have, but it's Portugal versus Switzerland, two small countries in Europe that, you know, first, like this became the biggest match because Ronaldo didn't start. A 38-year-old dude didn't start, and oh, my God, the biggest deal in the world. Um, Once again, this man's stealing headlines. Well, I don't think it was this. I don't think that's his fault on this one, though. So you're saying he should have started? No, no. I I don't even think he should start any of these matches, to be honest with you. Like, and And I'm not even saying because he's, like, washed like that, but because you have better players. Like, I think Rafael Leal should be starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Jota's there, so they don't really have a player, like, up the middle like that, un- unless they put in Ramos, which I got some stuff about him. Um, but I don't think that Ronaldo needed to start any of these matches, and I don't think it's a big deal. Like, for me, I don't think it's, like, for the media trying to clickbait, yeah, I get it, but... I don't think it's a big deal for him to not start this match. And it was just unfortunate that it's like, that's all we're seeing before the match and during the match. And like, even like, even if I hate Ronaldo, I just, I don't like them to, I don't like narratives that are not real. Like they're showing him on the bench, like just in any moment to make it look like he's mad but I'm like, dude, like the goals, he's like celebrating with the team, dude. Like, come on, yo. Like, 
this is not right. Yeah, or the walking off, the, walking off the pitch while everyone's celebrating still. I'm like, well, he like, went and celebrated with them already. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, <laughs> it's just not fair, you know. Like, at some point, you can't like, you can't like bully somebody, dude. Like, I get it. Like, it's mainstream, and they're trying to just get engagement, but. I don't think it's a big deal that he didn't start. And to and to say like, oh, like, you know, he's so like he's mad because Ramos got a hat trick. When in that in the interview with Piers Morgan, he said, I don't care what happens, like as long as we win. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. I also just I don't know why I mean, like you like you said, it's all clickbait, it's all headlines. But I, I don't understand why people are still surprised when he doesn't start every match whether it's for club or country like that was happening at united you know minus the stuff happening behind the scenes like he wasn't starting sometimes um and um like it i don't i I just don't get why people think he needs to start every game is it because Messi starts every game that they think ronaldo needs to do that as well like the Teams are moving on from these players. They're not like me personally. I wouldn't try to revolve a team around a thirty-eight-year-old. Absolutely not. It's just like it doesn't. There's no logic in that. So I don't get why people are surprised. Um, trying to, you know, and yeah, like the 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 constant shots of him on the bench when there's nothing going on and he's straight faced. Like, of course he's going to be straight faced when there's nothing. Looking. <laughs> yeah, like he's watching the game like everyone else. So yeah, I, like it, it, for me, it's just like why, dude. Like, and the unfortunate thing is because like the media people are so lazy. Like they'd rather like they know that bringing up Ronaldo's name is gonna be like, oh wow. It's like why don't we just talk about the game? Like, mm-hmm. let, let, like there's a dude that somebody a 21 year old scored a scored a hat trick like let's talk about the game Ronaldo came on at some point and it's just the game dude like I get it he's a big star whatever but it doesn't have to be like all about him when he didn't really have anything to do with it you know what I mean like I'd rather get some real analysis than just like oh look at Ronaldo look at Ronaldo look at Ronaldo it's like come on yo and yeah Messi starts every match because Dybala gets no love from <laughs> from literally no love. I don't think he's gotten one minute. I seen him warming up one time, and they didn't put him in against Australia. But and I think that's because some years back, I think it was a World Cup qualifier, uh, Uruguay versus Argentina. Uh, Dybala got a red card kind of early in the match, and he cried, like he started crying like on the pitch. And I don't think they ever let him live that down. <laughs> like, because it was kind of shocking. It was like, whoa, dog. Like, like cry later. <laughs> like, don't yeah. cry like right now. Dude. I, I've yeah. never seen that before. I'll have to look it up. I'll try to find it. Like, it wasn't like big news, but I, I mean, that was when we could watch the the Condom Bowl World Cup qualifiers. And it, it was just kind of like, dog, like, it's not, like, it's not, you're like Argentina's gonna qualify, dude. You're fine, yo. Like, 
I don't know why you're crying right now. Like, but maybe he like he never gets chances with Argentina. He's probably so sad. Like, I get my one chance, I get a red card. <laughs> he's he literally does get no love. Like, I almost I always forget that he's even there. I saw um, him warming up, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna get some minutes." He did not get one minute. <laughs> like, wow. Um, but going back to Portugal, Portugal versus Switzerland, in my opinion, like I was more shocked. Okay, I'm gonna say how I felt about the match. In all honesty, I felt like. Did you watch it or no? I didn't watch it. No. Okay. Okay. So you just gotta believe everything I'm saying. <laughs> In my opinion, I think Switzerland played bad more than Portugal played good. Because uh, Gonzalo Ramos' first goal was like a one in a million shot. Like one in a million. Like when he cocked his foot back, like nobody thought that that was going to go in. It like snuck in the top corner at the near angle. And it was like, whoa, like, like. For me, like, that's not as much skill as luck. Like, you're just booting it at the goal. You're trying, and it just went in. Probably your coach would tell you, don't take that shot. But it went in. Um, And to be honest with you, I feel like they're going to gas him up after this match. But for me, like, yeah, scoring three goals is a big deal, but he didn't look amazing to me. Like, he got three goals. Like, the first one I think was lucky. He had um, another one that was, like, on a really good cross, like a tap-in. And then another one, he was, like, 1v1 with the goalie, and he kind of, like, chipped it over him, um, but from a close angle. So I wasn't, like, I wasn't watching the match and be like, oh, this is the guy right here. Like, I was like, you know, a center forward, like, you don't, you know, you just – stay around there and push the line, you know? And I mentioned this on Twitter, Giroud last World Cup didn't score any goals and France won the World Cup. And every single match, you would say Giroud played really well, but he did not score one time. So Ramos, like, yeah, for sure he's going to get a lot of hype. But it, for me, I wasn't like, oh my God, this is the guy. Right. Um Rafael Guerrero scored a really good goal. The really the goal of the match for sure. Like the goal that was like, wow, was uh, Rafael Leal when he came on late. He had a really nice goal um, curler from the left side. Um, That one was sweet. But Switzerland just looked terrible. I was really shocked. Like they were, they looked good in the Euros. I think they beat France, came back and beat, well, they beat France on penalties in the Euros but they came back, I think, from 2-0 down to be for, to end up winning that match. I'm guessing maybe they started Shakiri and like Shakiri's washed. I'm sorry. Um, they left him in way too long. <laughs> and yeah, well, either way, you know, they scored six goals. It looks great. Um, but it wasn't the same kind of match that Brazil versus South Korea. I thought South Korea was like at sometimes hanging with Brazil and, like, looking good against Brazil, Switzerland at no point looked good. Like, they were terrible. Yeah, I mean, that. I don't know if that surprised me about Switzerland. I guess, <clears throat> excuse me, um, when you say, like, it was more, like, 
Portugal wasn't that good. Like it wasn't convincing for from Portugal, but it doesn't shock me that like I think Portugal should have won this. Uh, I would agree. I would match, agree. Regardless, but um, I mean, I don't even really know many players on Switzerland other than like Shakiri. Who's their goalie? Yeah, uh, Summer. Yeah. I, I um, no, I know a few other. They got Brill and Bolo, who looks pretty. Who was like playing well? Oh, and Bolo, right? Yeah, you're right. They got um that one um center back from I think I, oh, I don't know if he's still in BVB or not, but he was a kanji maybe. Oh, a kanji, yeah. Um, they got Rodriguez. Uh, I I don't know who he's playing for right now, but he used to be on AC Milan. One of the more handsome ballers. I think he's left back. Um, and I think he played for Wolfsburg too for a bit. Yeah, Wolfsburg. Um, he's at Torino now. Right? Oh damn! Okay, he's still in Italy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that shit is like playing for Torino is like playing in the second division anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. They got they got, no they got some players. Um, Safarovic or something like that. I heard of him before. Either way, like obviously Switzerland is a small country. And they got Granit Xhaka. Um, Switzerland is a small country. And like they haven't won shit, but when they were in the Euros last year, I mean, uh, whenever that was a couple of years ago, they looked good. And I didn't expect for it to be, I mean, and even like watching the commentators, like listening to the commentators, they were all shocked. Like, wow, like we didn't expect Switzerland to be looking this bad. Um, because it's not, not to say like Portugal didn't play well, they did, but it was almost like the Spain Costa Rica game. Like right. Costa Rica was just like not trying to do anything. And it almost felt like that was Switzerland. But like going back to the Brazil, South Korea, where Brazil won four one, there were points in that match where South Korea was like playing good football and putting pressure on Brazil. And I think Caesar said this to me while we were both watching it, like South Korea is like respecting Brazil too much. They need to like get on get on them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, let's get into these quarterfinals. We got some quarterfinals coming up. I think Friday and Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, or Saturday, yeah. Sunday. I don't know. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Um, we will be looking forward to, and I, and I'm gonna want your predictions for these outcomes as well, Holly. I'm I'm gonna need. That. All right, let's go. Um, we got Croatia versus Brazil. Let me get your uh, pre-match analysis on this. And your prediction. Um, well, I'm hoping this one. Actually, no, I kind of hope it goes into penalties just oh. just for Croatia's oh. sake. Um, I, I just think it would be a funny. I know, I do too. Um, I think it would be funny if they, <laughs> you know, take that route again. But realistically, I do think um, Brazil will beat Croatia. Um, like we said. Croatia was a team that I underestimated. I doubted a little bit and um, they haven't looked bad. They haven't looked bad. So I think this will just kind of looking at the matchups. This could be one of the closer ones as far as skill. But I think Brazil will win. Who okay. wants who wants score lines? Let's do it. Just... I'm gonna go for a three one. Ooh. Three one Brazil. 
Okay. Um, I did watch Brazil versus South Korea. I do think Neymar looked a little tender. Um, he didn't look like his full self to me. Maybe he'll be a little bit more healthy when it comes to the game on Friday or Saturday, whatever day it is. Um, but he looked a little tender. I do think Brazil has a better team, but Brazil, okay. I count Neymar as a midfielder. I don't like right now in Neymar's state, I'm going to rate Luka Modric over Neymar. And even if Neymar's healthy, Neymar is a better player skill wise. But I think if you like looking at overall, like, just the determination and mental toughness and like been there, done that kind of person. I'm going to give it to Luka Modric. There's something about having a really good midfielder who is also a leader that can propel your team. Um, I worry about a team like Brazil going down one zero, you know, or being late. Like I don't worry about Brazil being late in the match tied. I worry about them being down Mm -hmm. a goal. Because we've seen Thiago Silva crumble in the past. We've seen uh, Neymar crumble when it's pressure time. Um, Marquinhos as well. Like, you don't really have, you know, I don't don't know who's going to be the one to lift them up if they go down. And Croatia's a good team. But I'll pick Brazil maybe like a 2-1 or something like that, though. Okay, but but I worry about it, and for sure Caesar's going to be like terrified watching it at four in the morning in Hawaii. (laughs) All right, what about Netherlands versus Argentina? This one worries me for for the Netherlands, um, just because, yeah, they've kind of, I would say they're kind of like coasting by, um, they're. Like we previously mentioned, they're, they haven't looked like overly convincing. Um, but I also just think that is Louis Van Gaal's style. Like I, he, I've always thought he, like he plays the most boring football ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I mean, I don't remember too much at his like his other stints for the Netherlands, but at United, like my Lord, that was awful. That was pretty rough. <laughs> so I remember that. That was a rough, rough time. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's kind of like what's happening with the Netherlands right now. Um, but I do hope they get the win. I just, I'm, I'm not overly, I'm not convinced that um, they can beat Argentina. Um, this one, actually this one, can go to penalties. Okay, we'll call it. I'm going to say it ends nil-nil, goes to penalties, and Argentina will win. But Okay, but in your other bracket, you picked Netherlands. So. In my, but that was a pre-World Cup bracket. Okay, okay, all right. I, I haven't been, like, over... I haven't been impressed with them, really. Okay. Um... We already know that our brackets are wrong, so we well, can change now. I think we both have France, England, Netherlands, Argentina in the quarterfinals, but the other two I don't. Well, maybe you did pick Croatia and Brazil. I, I don't remember. Um, 
Okay, Netherlands versus Argentina. Argentina is another team like I'm not overly impressed with. Um, Frankie de Jong is playing, right? Um, he's not yeah. hurt. Um, no. I do think a player like Frankie de Jong can potentially neutralize somebody like Messi. Um, you know, honestly, Argentina, like I watched them against Mexico and I watched them against Australia. They don't really do it for me like that. Like, who, like, yeah. You know, they're they're just, I feel like they're a team, like, almost, like, hoping to score from a set piece. Um, yeah. yeah, there's nobody, like, even that Messi hasn't really impressed me much this uh, World Cup. And he scored, but it, I wasn't, like, like, this, those, I'm just, like, dude, like, Somebody just got to play a little bit of defense and he wouldn't score those goals, but whatever. His goal <laughs> against Mexico was pretty good. Um, I feel like Netherlands, your boy Cody Gakpo is over there balling, running He's around. Yeah. You got uh, <clears throat> Depay. You got Frankie de Jong. Blend scored a goal. I know. Love that for him. Dumfries out there doing his thing, getting assists. I kind of think Netherlands will get this, and I'm not even thinking it'll be that close. No, I'm I'm thinking like I can see this going like three nil, or th- I'll say three one. I'll say three one. Okay. Yeah. Let you know what we should write these down actually. So we'll see. We should. Okay, I'm gonna write. Okay, what did I say for Brazil, Croatia? I think you said two one. Two one, two one, and you said. I um, said three one. Three one. Okay, Netherlands, you said penalties. Penalties, Argentina moves on. Okay. And I said 3 0. Yeah. <laughs> it looks worse writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Morocco versus Portugal. What do you think? A derby. Uh, yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Um, I've just been, Morocco's a team that I've, that I have been impressed with. And I, their run hasn't been easy. So, you know, making it out of the group, maybe you can say it was. Um, but they've just looked really good. Like, Ziyech, uh looks good. Their forward looks good. Um, Hakimi. Hakimi um, is playing well. I would, I prefer them to win over Portugal, to be honest. Um, I think this one will be a hmm. I'm going to go with 3-1 again for Morocco. <laughs> okay. Uh let me write it these down. Are gonna, these are going to be high scoring quarterfinal matches. Which they except uh, for the Netherlands, which they for sure won't. To like, yeah. you would not be entertained like that. Um, Morocco versus Portugal. I, I, I mean, when I'm looking at Portugal's team, they lost Danilo ex Machina, which is a big blow, I think. But Carvalho kind of stepped in for him, even though Switzerland was trash. Um, I think Portugal has a good team, yo. They, they got, do. They got a good team. They got good players. I think they got good leaders. I mean, 
like I think about the 2000, what was that, 2016 Euros? You're going to hate this part, but I remember in the final. No, I remember before the final. Um, I don't know. I, oh, they played France in the final. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a team they played before that where it went to penalties. I can't remember who it was. And I just remember that video when they're going to penalties and I never seen like that level of leadership from a player than Ronaldo. Like he was really like out there getting them ready. And it was a uh, Jean Moutinho was like looking nervous. He like went up to him. He was like, look, like Jean Moutinho didn't want to take a penalty. Like he was like wanting to go like eighth or something like that. And he was like, no, you're a good penalty taker. Come over here. You're going to take the penalty. Do your best. If it goes in, that's good. And if it doesn't, like, it's in God's hands. Yeah. And, like, like force him to go take <laughs> the penalty. I think when you have, like, leaders like that, when it comes down to this stage of the tournament, it makes a difference. And, and you know, this is a team that's won the Euros. I don't really count the Nations League, but they won that. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like Morocco... Although, to be honest with you, I haven't watched them play yet. <laughs> they beat Belgium. Did they beat Canada? They beat Canada pretty badly, yeah. They they haven't really? the thing is that they haven't conceded many goals. Mm. I think um the Canada game that they did concede it they beat them two one and um it was a deflection. Like it Canada's goal was, was an own goal. Um, it was a cross that got oh, yeah. reflected by by a defender. So, like, but Canada also didn't have anything to play for at that point, too. So, at that no, they didn't. Um, and but they did. Bel- Belgium is weak. They didn't concede against Belgium. Yeah, but but they didn't even concede against Spain. It was a nil nil game that went to penalties. So, I don't know. I'm. Croatia, Croatia. They they played Croatia. Yeah. And uh it was That no. was the first match. Yeah, no no. So they've conceded one goal all World Cup. I think that has I think it has more to say about the World Cup than Morocco. <laughs> really? You're not gonna give them credit at all? No, not really. Uh, I mean, mind you, the only game I did watch them play was the Canada game, but I don't know. Only, like, the only goal they concede is is an own goal, like against some pretty good teams. Is Belgium good though? Croatia's regular. Croatia's Cro- mid, but yeah, Spain? Croatia's mid. Re- Wait, did they play Spain? That's who the that's who they just played. Yeah. Oh oh um yeah oh in the round of sixteen round of sixteen yeah no they Spain out of here dude Spain is whatever. <laughs> Did, who, Spain lost, but they two? should. Spain should score I, against a side like Morocco. Uh, years ago, but uh, okay. You know what? Let, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Who did Spain start? I'm I'm, I'm here to talk some shit. Actually, let's, let's <laughs> go. Who are these bums? They started over here in Spain. If you're not bringing Isco, like I don't want to hear nothing from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we got Asensio, Ferran Torres. He's the Neanderthal of uh, forwards. (laughs) Danny Olmo. Uh, Like, this front three is 
below mid. Like, I think Denny almost like kind of a starter for RB Leipzig, but Asensio barely plays. Ferran Torres barely plays. Pedri, Gavi, Busquets is a decent midfield. Busquets can't really move, but Pedri and Gavi, like you're going to get a lot of movement. Pedri for sure likes to run around. Jordi Alba, eh, you know, uh, you're really started. You're in there right back. What are you doing? Um, Laporte, who was like, like scared to keep playing for France and Rodri's playing center back. Like, what are we doing here? I don't think you got to score with Asensio and Ferran Torres and Danny Elmo. I don't think you got to score. Yeah, that's kind of, that's a whack front three. It's pretty bad. Like you called up Eric Garcia, like, when you call up the like Eric Garcia is the worst center back I've ever seen. Like, just don't even call him up, yo. Like, what are you doing? I'd rather Danny Omo play center back than him. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, okay, you you said three one Morocco. Yes. I'm gonna go one nil Portugal. Okay. Even though it's hard for me to think that Portugal only score one goal. I, I can see them scoring more than one, but I'll just – they're not going to be having all these goals in every match. But I feel like the biggest match of these, which is also a historical derby, a lot of history, even up in your neck of the woods. Yep. You know? Big derby. Are the are the, are the uh, Quebecois, are they going to be going for France? No. You think they'll be going for England? <laughs> this is probably like a nightmare for them. I would think they'll go for France. They want nothing to do with France. Uh, so you, do you think they would pick England over France, though? But you know, like, Quebecois people hate French. I would people. think they hate England more. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's probably like... They want them them both to die. There, yeah. (laughs) Okay, but this is the big derby here, and probably the you know the the biggest match: England versus France. What do you think in your war torn country of Canada, (laughs) separated the language lines? I remember when I got there, I'm looking at a a thing of Ben and Jerry's. I was okay, chocolate chip. I might get this, and I turned around, and the whole thing was in French. I was like. It is lit up here. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are are like products like there's it's only English in the States? Not even Spanish? I'm gonna be very honest with you. Depending on where you are, you can see like billboards in Spanish. Um you can come across like some things in Spanish. Hmm. But on some ice cream, no. You guys, okay. have, you guys have two official languages. Yeah, and we, we have one. <laughs> <laughs> everything you will, you can everything you pick up, English side, French side, yeah, everything. We, we, I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily expecting it in Vancouver. I'm like, yeah, I could imagine like over there, but I'm like, all the way out here, y'all are going hard. <laughs> yeah, no, everything. Um, for me, though, this match will be England's. Like it, it, to, it's it is their biggest test. Um, it, they have looked good 
throughout the tournament, but playing against France is, I don't know, that's just a whole nother story to me. You're playing against um, the defending champions who've looked pretty good. So, to be honest, I think this is the end of the road for them. Mm. Um, I do think France will come out on top. But I think it'll be a good match. Like, that's definitely the the one I'm looking forward to watching. So, it'll probably be like a... Th- no, I've said 3-1 way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a 2-1 win two for one. France. Mm, okay. 2-1 for France. All yeah. right. Okay. Um... Yeah, I think this is going to be like such a big match. This one's going to be crazy. Um, France, even though they're starting one of the most, like one of my most hated midfields, Adrian Rabio, they're like, "Oh, he's playing well." I'm like, "Dude, he's got ballers all around him. Like, how do you how do you mess that up? Like, come on now." Um, last match they started Baran um, Upamecano at center back, and. England started Maguire and Stones. Oh my God! Um, but I do think Maguire and St- I do think Maguire and Stones are good center backs for the World Cup. Like the World Cup, you need guys that can clear corners. You know that can clear those set pieces. Mm-hmm. And there was some match. Um, I want to say it was England's first match against Iran. They played Iran first, I want to say. Or it was one of their matches that maybe was a little bit closer than that one, actually. Um, Harry Maguire, I, I saw him clear like four balls in the box, like in a row, like literally just like clearing everything. Both teams are going to be like so hyped for this match. Like they're going to be like, like this is like a proving ground for all of them. But. France got this one guy, and his name is Kylian Mbappe. Like, Giroud. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, they're talking about Kyle Walker versus Mbappe, and I'm like, stop it. They're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're like, stop. They would like, Kyle Walker, I think, is like a beast, but, like, like, he's not the Kyle Walker from, like, the Tottenham first-year city days. Like, He's not running like that anymore. No. Um, And I think it's going to take like one time for Mbappe to just like kick the ball around him and run and get it where they're going to be like, yeah, that's not going to work. It's not going to be easy for France though, because I feel like England can clog that box. They got a lot of big bodies and England got strong players. Like you got Jordan Henderson, you got Declan Rice, you know, um, even Harry Kane, those center backs, Kyle Walker, Luke Shaw, like you got like kind of like big, strong athletes, you know, France coming in with Dembele and Griezmann, those are like little boys, you know, even yeah. Mbappe. Um, even obviously like Chuomeni is like got a big body, but like he's still a kid, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so I don't think it'll be easy. I'm going to say this one goes to penalties hmm. at 2 2. Oh, okay. Ugh. And the penalties. I'm going to go for the upset. I'm going to say England wins on penalties. 
Wow. Yeah, at two two. Okay. Even though that goes against my uh, <laughs> my original Your bracket. <laughs> but <clears throat> also, I'm gonna think it's really whack if France repeats. <laughs> like that's come on, that's annoying, you know. Like it would be, yeah. But I don't know. I don't. I can't see like, like Kyle Walker's gonna have to have the best game of his life. You know, I'm gonna be like I've watched I've watched Mbappe as much as anybody. Like for sure, I've watched Mbappe as much as anybody. Like all these PSG people. I've watched Mbappe from Monaco days to now. Like so many PSG matches I've watched. Mbappe can have a bad game. He, yeah. And, and Mbappe is one of those players. He's he's also the type that like when it's not going well, he gets frustrated. Um, He can get a bit petulant. I've seen matches where like the match isn't going that well for him and he just like get the ball and just like shoot some wild ball and just like shoot it, just sky it over the bar and just like put his head down and walk away. Like I've seen him go there. Obviously France is like really hyped and they're having a great world cup right now. And Giroud broke a record and Mbappe is like looking at these records and I'm sure he's also looking at Giroud's record. Like I can beat that in a little bit. Um, But I, I feel like England can frustrate them, you know, they can frustrate him. They got Jog Bellingham, you know? Yeah. Well, England are riding on, on a good wave, too, right now. So, Yeah. But that that's definitely the game to watch for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be exciting. Um, And it's hard because I'm like, I for sure like France more than England, but there's a part of me that kind of wants France to lose, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's Well, yeah, it's like, you know... Defending champions, you kind of just want them. Get out of here, dude. Yeah. There's a part of me that, like, a bit off topic, but I think that PSG made sure that Mbappe was there. Like, they bullied him into signing that extension and not going to Real Madrid um, because they're looking at, they got Art, they got, they got Messi in Argentina, Neymar, Brazil, and Mbappe in France one of these threes got to win the world cup and like, it'll be great for like PSG to bring a world cup winner back to the club. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of looking at all of them like, mm, nah, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell Caesar though. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I would, it would be, make me so happy if Netherlands wanted to pay gets to go back to Barcelona. Like, mm, yeah, y'all treat me like shit, but I beat all y'all in that but, world cup though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that'll be exciting. The quarterfinals, um, you know, some of these games are kind of whatever. Like, I would, I don't feel like I really would love to watch Morocco versus Portugal or really Brazil versus Croatia, but whatever. We'll, we'll see. Um, other World Cup news, international play news. One of your favorite players of all time, Eden Hazard, has retired from international football, ending his career with Belgium with 126 caps. And thirty three goals. Not not a, not the greatest clip, but you know he did his thing. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite players of all time. Um, I mean, when when players retire from international football first, it's always it's not weird to me, but it's always like a shock. I don't know why. I know he is past his like prime and. He's Very. been on quite the decline. Hardcore. Yeah. 
but I don't know. Like, why, why not go? Why not want to go to as many World Cups or Euros? Like, that's like Hazard, big, he, he, he shouldn't even have been at this World Cup. Honestly. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have. But, like, I don't know what. Like, but I, I also wouldn't be surprised if he like he comes back. We've seen ow, that. Wow. I just mean like come, comes out of retirement and attempts to make a comeback. Like we've seen it too much lately. Like, sure. you know, with Messi and Ugh. one that the one that really sticks out to me is, is Hakeem Ziyech not getting called up for Morocco. And then now he's in a quarterfinals with Morocco uh, four years later. Like yeah, crazy think- things have happened. Yeah, and um, Roberto Martinez is leaving too. Finally, and Harry yeah. Henry get his ass out of there. I'm like, y'all, you're just sitting there getting a check for no reason. <laughs> um, he, I mean, the funny thing, what would make me happy? Like, he's gonna retire. Um, he has 33 goals. It would make me really happy if uh, Mishi Batshuayi has 27. So hopefully, like Mishi Batshuayi can like stay and score seven goals with Belgium. So he can be second behind Lukaku, who has sixty-eight goals with Belgium. Oh, wow. <laughs> by by far their highest score. Like I don't think anybody's gonna reach it. <laughs> um, Kevin De Bruyne has twenty-five and ninety-seven caps, and I want to say he's thirty now, right? Um, I believe so. Thirty-one. He'll be turning thirty-two yeah. next year uh, in June. So yeah, I mean. Eden Hazard, darling, you didn't even have to announce that. Like, <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> bro, we we saw you playing. You're the reason why Belgium was bad. Like, they're starting you. You should have told them, "Don't start me, dude." Like, if we're if we're winning by two goals, let me come on at the end because y'all could have done so much better without you out there playing, running around the the true jog Bellingham, Eden Hazard. <laughs> um, okay, also. Um, I don't know if, if, if you need some time to recover from that news. I know that's your guy. I'm devastated. <laughs> There's some uh, transfer rumors. Obviously, we're coming out of the World Cup, and it'll be the trans the January transfer window, pretty much right after that. And players are going to be making a name for themselves. Um, we got some rumors. Uh, Gabriel Martinelli of your favorite team, Arsenal. They're saying that Barcelona is looking at him. I guess Barcelona has some money. Still only 21. You think that'd be a good move for Barcelona? Or do they need another winger? No, but in typical Barcelona fashion, they're going to anyway. Um, so, like, I don't know. That, that wouldn't be a bad move. I just, I worry when, when players, like, that young make that big move. Uh, really quick after one tournament, you know. So, but I mean, get that paycheck, I guess. And Barcelona are gonna do it anyway. They always get what they don't need. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like he should it, leave this January because it's like it looks like Arsenal's gonna win the league. So it's like, damn dog, just stay with them and win the league, yo. Well, that's the thing. Unless it becomes a something for next next. Uh, season I could see it happening but I agree like not that I want Arsenal to win the league but it does look like it could happen so 
Why not just stay? Man, you might make that run without Ronaldo. They might make that run. <laughs> but I, I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> what, where where do you think uh, Jog Bellingham should go? Because obviously he's like the big rumor every week. Um, and they're saying it's going to be for at least 100 million euros. Where do you want him to go? Jude Bellingham. I don't know. Like, I could see him at a Liverpool. Or Real Madrid. But where do you want him, though? Where do I want? I mean... Go ahead and say it. It's fine. Okay. I do want to see him play in the Premier League. Okay. So, and Liverpool would be the best fit for him. But, because I don't don't really like English players in La Liga. (laughs) Yeah, no. It just doesn't really work. work. So, um, it would be cool to see him at Real Madrid, but I think Liverpool is probably, and I think they are like, high favorites to to sign him. So I think he would do well in the Prem, well at um, Liverpool. You, you don't want to see him on Man U? You're not really feeling it like that? No. Not Damn. really feeling it like that. Interesting. Okay. I don't. At this point, I don't even know who I want to see at United. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. Um, they're saying that uh, that doesn't really matter. I would love to see James Madison go somewhere because I've been watching him for years and I'm like, this dude is so good. Like, can you please leave Leicester? They're about to get relegated. Um, I guess. I want to see Declan Rice. Seriously, dude. Make a move. West Ham and Leicester are about to get relegated. Like, can one of y'all, like, y'all are both, they they talked about Declan Rice at Man U for a while too. They did, yeah. Yeah. I I like Declan Rice. Is it that serious to me? Not really. But like I like him though. But I also like defensive midfielders. Um Yeah. I guess the what we will see um uh, what what the headlines will be is if uh Ronaldo actually does take this offer from Nasser in Saudi Arabia. He did not rule it out in the Piers Morgan interview. interview. Mm-hmm. He said he said something along the lines of we'll see. But uh, they're talking about two hundred something um, euros a two hundred something million euros a season. Jeez. What do I you can, think he's going to do it? Um, probably. I just yeah. don't know what else is uh, realistic for him, especially like uh, mid season coming out of. The drama, the World Cup. I don't. I don't. I. I can't see him really going anywhere else or fitting anywhere else. Yeah, like the. I. That's probably money aside. I think that's the biggest issue is where he fits, and it's so up in the air nowadays with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to think about where he could actually fit as a player. Um, Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, like. I would have liked to just for him to just retire. Like mm-hmm. maybe if like if Portugal win the World Cup, like dude, just retire. You yeah. Know? If they go to the final and lose, retire. Uh, but you know, if they if they lose in the um 
semifinal or whatever, I guess you can go play in Saudi Arabia, you know, play a little bit. Nasser got a couple of good – they got uh, Vincent Abubakar and Taliska. They have some guys over there. Um, But, yeah, thinking about – like like when I'm thinking of, play, like, teams, I'm like, why would he go there? Why would, like, why would they want him, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll take $200 million, dog. If anything, it'll just be for – like, I can – if he doesn't retire after this, which I don't think he would, I just think it, it, he needs to have – like fine, go to Saudi Arabia, play one more season, and then go raise your this, kids. Yeah, they'll be a bad dad. Um, <laughs> well, we made a podcast episode two eighty three. Bam and Holly holding it down for Caesar out there in Hawaii, Ukraine, holding it down for Ukraine. My bad, you know, just like Holly was a couple months ago. Got to do your duty. Um, till next week with some updates on the World Cup. It'll be, uh, by the time we record next week, it'll probably be finals time. Well, hopefully we can record before that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we made a podcast holler. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. You legendary. You legendary. You legendary.